Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What is up, Dolphins? Back here for hour number two of the Miami Dolphins post-game show on the Miami Dolphins radio network. OJ McDuffie, Seth Levitt here. We also have quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, who spoke to the media after the game. Let's go ahead and throw it to Teddy Bridgewater at the podium. You know, we can't get that one back, but uh, we can get the next one. Just got to um, get our minds right, uh, learn from today, come to work tomorrow, watch the tape, see what we did well, see what we didn't do so well, uh, correct those things so that um, – we could turn this thing around. Um, great being back out there on the field, uh, front of home fans. Um, obviously, we like to win uh, to uh, just give them something more to cheer about. But um, it's unfortunate today, especially even you know some of the things that happened today. But um, it's a tough team, man. A team that just faces adversity uh, and embraces it. And um, you watch, you know, as the game continued to go on, the defense continued to fight, offensive guys continued to fight as the game went on, and. Um, you know, things just didn't work out for us, but um, we still got more work to do. Kenny, with your situation during the week, how prepared were you to get in there and come by fourth during the week? You know, man, the, the toughest part about uh, this kind of situation is uh, it's similar to last week, man, what happened with Skylar. You know, um, I got an opportunity to just prepare mindset as a, I'm the starter this week, get all the reps in practice. And then, boom, I went down first play. Skyler had to get in there and just run plays that he didn't really rep physically. You know, he had to do a lot of mental reps. And um, it was the same today for me. Um, you know, limited reps. But, you know, it's, it's the offense that I know. And um, you know, it was just cool just getting back out there, uh, running around, competing, getting hit a little bit. But uh, obviously, we want to win these football games. And um, obviously, we want to execute better, starting with me, you know, or whoever's out there. So um, that was a tough situation to come into, but it was one that I was prepared for. Um, you know, I talked with the doctors and stuff, um, and. Um, different people throughout the week and um, you know those conversations I'd rather not talk about but um, you know I was just happy to just continue to practice this week uh, I was happy I got an opportunity to go in the game this t- uh, today and um, you know who knows what's in store did you take any snaps with the ones uh, yeah I took a couple snaps but um, what'd you say uh, yeah Thursday I took a couple snaps can you describe what it's been like for the quarterbacks as a whole uh, more sure the games where 
Yeah, it, it's tough, man. Um, and it's just our luck that, um, you know, the, the, the guy who didn't get to prepare as a starter has to go in the game and play most of the game. But, man, this, this game, man, it, it's, it's so crazy, man. And, you know, um, it just applies to life also. You know, you wake up one morning prepared to do one thing, and boom, something happens. And how do you adjust? And I think this team has responded well to the adversity, uh, to the to the the bad luck in the quarterback room, if you want to call it that. But uh, I think the team has responded well. And you know, the good thing about this team is um, they have faith in anyone who's out there, whether it's Tua, Teddy, Skyler. You know, those guys, man, they show up to play. Um, Hell, even if we had to put Thomas Morris there, that damn quarterback, you know, those guys would be ready to go to war. And uh, it's a great locker room who, um, you know, just give their all for this team. How would you assess the job Scott? Uh, Scott did a great job, man, of just executing uh, his first game. Uh, you know, it's totally different from preseason. And for him to go out and execute the way he did, uh, and I was very pleased with and, um, just some of the things he was able to do, whether it was competing or completing passes, keeping plays alive scrambling, protecting himself. Um, and it was great just to, to watch uh, the young old fella uh, go out there and have fun. Teddy, so how do you feel your uh, chemistry is dealing with the receiver court? Are you over had over 300 passing yards of this game? Man, um, it could have been better. Missed a couple throws, uh, Jalen on a crosser. Uh, the pass before the interception, uh, before the half. Uh, if I hit Jalen and Scride, who knows? He's one of them to safety. He might make a miss and run. But it was a low ball on his hip, had to go to the ground. So, you know, I want to be perfect, you know, when I'm out there. And no one's ever played a perfect game. But, um, you know, we take pride in just being accurate as a quarterback room, as a team. Um, I take pride in being accurate, you know, just as a quarterback. So, um, you know, obviously, yeah, the numbers say whatever. But trust me, there are some things that, um, some throws I would like to have back, um, some ball placement things, um, intentional grounding, and uh, probably just trying to do too much. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was just cool, man. Out there, but uh, obviously, uh, I want to play better. And these new rules being what they are. There was a couple of times today you got hit, bounced right back up, and it was almost as if to say, "Look, I'm fine." Is that in the back of quarterbacks' minds now that the spotter can see whatever and that's it. Do you, do you have to think about that? Man, uh, your pop-up game got to be elite. You know, you get hit, you got to pop right up these days. Uh, and I've always been a guy who, like, takes his time getting up, um, mad that I might have gotten hit, slapped the ground, frustrated, and then, okay, next play. But can't do that anymore. So uh, today, man, I was just popping up, you know, uh, just so it uh, wouldn't happen to me again. Yeah, frustration definitely sets in uh, when you, you, you're told you can't play again because you spend so much uh, time preparing for that game, um, just being focused and ready for that moment, and then uh, being told that you can't go back in. Yeah, you get a little frustrated. But, you know, obviously, man, you know, the league is just trying to protect us, you know, and um, I respect it. Um, just being a guy who's, who's had um, multiple concussions and things like that. So I understand, you know, um, you know, their viewpoint and, but um, the competitive nature in me is like, man, I'm good, let me get out there. But 
you know, uh, I respect that they care about our safety. You know Delvin, right? Yeah. Uh, I was hoping he tripped. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he tripped over the turf or the grass. Uh, you know, he's a little bow-legged or paratoe or whatever, and sometimes when he runs, he trips. So I was hoping he had one of those moments where he tripped and our defense get a stop. But, um, you know, hats off to the Vikings, man. They're, they're a great team. Um, they've been playing some good football offensively, defensively, um, and we came up short today. Yeah, you definitely uh, just go tell them it's going to be all right. But, uh, man, these guys here, they're, they're wired different in a good way. You know, um, like they're so competitive, man. And, you know, they, they want to perfect every play, every rep. And it, it's fun to see that, you know, and these young guys like Jalen, where every play you're getting 1,000% from him. So when he fumbles on a play like that, yeah, you're mad, you know, because of what when it happened, when it occurred in the game. But man, if you look at it, he caught the ball, he ran, you know, made a guy miss, and just guy made a great play, getting the ball out. But he was straining, and we always talk about straining, and uh, he, <laughs> he was straining, um, you know, just to try to get to the end zone. Like these guys, man, they strain so much. You know, every time the ball is in their hand, they're trying to just maximize every play, every rep, and uh, I just love it. So, man, I'm, you know, you know, we'll, we'll look at it like, oh man, we can't fumble in that situation, but, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to see that screen in him. Thank you. I heard that word several times. I'm gonna have to hear one of you guys explain to me what exactly that means here on the other side. Dolphins post game driven by Gunther Motors. You've got to get to Gunther Kia in Fort Lauderdale on 441, just north of I-595, or visit GuntherKia.com for car buying done your way. You've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Vikings 24, Dolphins 16. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins fifth quarter overtime show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Guess what, Dolphins Nation? When you sign up for Club Publix, you get perks, a birthday treat, and BOGO notifications. Just visit clubpublix.com. Terms and conditions apply. We heard from starting quarterback Teddy Bridgewater on the other side, and that means once again it's time to go to our press conference. Consigliere Big Seth, I got it right that time. <laughs> so, what do you think, man? I, I stepped out to get some pizza there for a second, but uh, you can take me through the press conference. Here. Yeah, it was a little different, um, but uh, you know, I get, I'm going to take a little different approach here and try and really look big picture on this thing. We hear Coach McDaniel say a lot about how much faith this team has in each other, how much faith this team has in each quarterback. And it's sometimes, you know, you might be one to wonder, is that just coach speak? Is he just saying that so we feel better, so that he's, you know, deflecting any issues that could potentially happen? But Teddy Bridgewater said the same thing. He said this team has faith in anyone who's out there, even if Thomas Morstead got thrown in there, that they would have faith in him. So I, I think that, number one, that tells me that, that maybe these guys do all have faith in each other. But number two, I say to the coach's credit that if he's got a mantra and he's putting something out there and you start to hear other players uh, repeat it, that you know sometimes you kind of make something be the case. And so I, I like to hear that, that they are sticking together, that they do believe in each other. And the other thing is I heard great accountability both from Coach today and from Teddy Bridgewater. Coach put things on him. He said the ship needs to be tighter, and that falls on the head coach. Teddy said I needed to play better. You know, yeah, Jalen, we, we had the uh, the bobble and the interception earlier, but if I don't miss him on the crosser, who knows what happens. Maybe we're not even in that situation. So I like to hear great accountability, and you expect that from a veteran quarterback. Um, he, you know, he didn't. Obviously, he wanted to win, but he wasn't devastated here. So I like to hear the accountability there. Uh, I thought that that was interesting. And that he, you know, we said it too. Boy, he missed him on that crosser. It was just behind him. He gave the defender an opportunity. If Jalen's running with five yards of space there, then he can adjust to that ball. And maybe he just doesn't go for 70, but, you know, he still catches that ball. But obviously, that gave the defender an opportunity there. Um, something else that jumped out, I know I know Juice liked it. it you know, your your pop your pop-up game has to be elite now <laughs> with these new rules and the spotter and the what's the word, ataxia? Your pop-up game has to be elite. You know, he said where in the past he might pound the ground and be a little upset and take his time getting up and right. trying to shake off the pain. That can't happen anymore. Uh, and so it's interesting that he is conscious of that, you know, and then, so I know that that's a lot of the talk here with the new protocols is how are players going to react to it? Yes, we want to protect players, but now what are players going to do to kind of counter the new rules? And so I thought that was uh, interesting to hear him say that. A lot of questions about the previous week, and I guess on one yeah. hand I understand why our local media here are asking that because it's probably their first opportunity to speak with Teddy since everything that happened that had folks scratching their head or wondering about the protocol. But at the same time, I feel like that almost seems like ancient history at this point. And, and uh, you know, so I think he dealt with that. And the last thing is I love when he did talk about Waddle and he said these young guys, and particularly Jalen Waddle, you're getting a 1,000 percent, which is a whole lot of percentage, but you're getting a 1,000 percent effort from him on every yeah. rep. And I think that just reinforces what we already know about Jalen Waddle. I think the same could be said from Tyreek Hill. And, you're, you know, your big-time players are also they, – they do have that dog in them. And, and they, you know, they, they're going to give you everything they got. These are not – you don't have any quitters there. And that's encouraging. But hopefully we can, again, start to see the results and the score at the end. I think there's no shortage of, of you know, for lack of a better term, dogs on this team in that sense. I mean, we saw it with Jalen. To take that injury that, you know, Juice – I like I love when you can – 
kind of see an injury and tell us your viewpoint because it's actually coming from experience opposed to, you know, our Twitter doctors out there that have all their experience as well. And I'm not saying you're a doctor, but you can at least give us some reference to, to what we're seeing out there. And for Jalen to go down like that, and, you know, Seth mentioned that Teddy mentions it there. And then to come back into that game, man, that is the definition of screen. Yeah, that's for sure, man. It really is, <laughs> I had to man. get it in. Yo, you know what, man? And a lot of these really? guys, man. It's really not, but, you know, you worked it in there. Here's the thing about it, man. Let's talk about it and keep it, you know, 100 with everything, man. If it's not a, if it's not a head injury, you know, which is obviously an emphasis nowadays, which you really need to protect guys more than anything, other injuries, guys can come back in and, and, and be as effective as possible and probably be better than some other guys that maybe might be 100% and guys come in 70 80%. These dudes want to play ball. They do. You know, they, they're not playing, hopefully, at detriment to their careers, which is even more important. But at the same time, though, man, who wants – nobody wants to be on the outside looking in when your team is doing big things. And our team is out there trying to do big things. You got guys that count on you – you know, day in, day out, week in, week out, they go out there and make plays. And if you can go out there and you can come up, you know, back on the on the playing field and make some plays, is what it's all about. We got some dogs. We got some dogs on our team. You know what I mean? Good dogs. There's also, I mean, hell, I grew up with people call people dogs and not good players. There's been a shift in that, hasn't it? Exactly there? right. So dogs is a good is a good term for the guys that we have on this team. And those are guys that want that are willing and able or for the most part to go out there and put everything on the line, man. Because every single week, as we all know and everybody that's listening knows, are critical. This is the NFL. It's not 162 baseball games. It's not 82 basketball games. This is 17 games. Every single game is critical. So these guys know if they can get out there, you know, without risking their careers and play, they got to get their asses out there and they got to go out there and play. And we got these type of dogs that are willing to go out there and lay it on the line and make things happen, man. So, yeah, I mean, Teddy, Teddy's, Teddy's I mean, Teddy, I love how Teddy – took the blame for some of the things that happened or didn't happen for this football team. Ball placement is huge. It really is. When you got guys that can go out the back end of an in route and take it the distance, you throw it behind them, it gives the defense an advantage. So get this ball in front of these guys. And there were a few balls, I saw, you know, and he knows it. There are a few balls that weren't where they need to be in ball placement-wise. So when you got guys that are this fast and not running around to their back to the quarterback but running these slants – or diagonals or whatever, if you get out in front of them, they're going to outrun the majority of people that are guarding them. Teddy, he recognizes that. Ball placement moving forward is huge. Five-yard route, 10-yard route, 15-yard route, could turn an 80-yard touchdown if the ball's put, put where it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's critical. And, and guys like Jalen, look at, look at the numbers our wide receiver, our top yeah. two wide receivers had today. Those guys, man, they're, they're dogs. They're both top ten in the league. Let those the dogs eat, man. Give them guys, those guys the chance to go out there, get the ball in their hands and, and, and favorable position and let them catch it and run with it. Catch it and run with it. That's the key. You know, not catch it and fall down, not make them go down and make a tough catch. Put it where they can make a play and run with it. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line, man. Teddy, I'm, one thing I was really shocked about, you know, old, old Teddy, Teddy not knowing he was starting, he's not starting this week. I would think that from now on, all of them, Tua, Teddy, Skyler, prepare like they're the starters every single week. 
Do you think they're talking about a lack of preparation, or is it just that they're not getting the physical reps? reps. I get that part. Yeah. The physical reps I get. It but just sounds – yeah, I hear you. Yeah. When you hear that they're yeah. preparing differently, because you really – right, you can control your preparation. You can't control how many reps you get. So yeah. I know that's what's rubbing you the wrong way. Right. But, see, but I even, wonder if even, they're talking about the physical reps. But even the physical reps – look, even the physical reps, your scout team is nowhere close to what Minnesota's playing. Trust me. You can put all the guys out there. You can – Put that card out there in front of the scout right. team and hope they replicate it, but it's not going to be anything close to what the actual Minnesota Vikings are going to put out there. So the mental reps are, I mean, those are the ones that are important. So you got to think about, are we? Are, am I prepared mentally to see these reps? Because you're watching the same film all week long. When you get yourself a chance to go out there and, and do some physical stuff, it's, it's right there. But I'm going to tell you, man, no matter what, the, the, the scout team is giving you the physical reps but it's nowhere close to what Minnesota Vikings going to put out there. It's 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 an idea. It's a it's a it's a, a you know it, a blimp view of it. But at the same time, though, it's not what Minnesota is going to bring to the table. You can't replicate you can't replicate Jefferson as a wide receiver. You cannot. We can, but Tyreek can't run no scout team. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you cannot. You can't replicate it. So what you have? Most of the reps are mental. Most of the reps are f- watching film. Bottom line, I don't. When I was playing, there's nobody out there on my team that's going to be Ty Law. I had to watch Ty Law on film or or know it from playing him before how he plays football. You know, so it's like I get it. The physical reps are, are it's, it's a big it's a big deal. But at the same time, the mental part of it, we saw a lot of opportunities. I saw a lot of opportunities that we missed. The 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 shot Teddy threw in double coverage to Tyreek, if he dumps that down. That's a big play for us. The back was wide open all Wide long. open for – but he was already predetermined. That's where he was going to football. A, a veteran quarterback can see that. You can't do that. They've got two or three guys on him, nobody out here. See it, see it, see it, dump it down, and we got another 25-yard gain. That's, that's the stuff I'm talking about. The mental reps, yeah. I mean, the physical reps are great. But physically, but mentally, you see it. You've you got to be able to – especially at this age, it's point in the game. It's just as good for those guys. A lot of quarterbacks, we've seen guys that don't even play until Thursday. They didn't get cleared until Thursday. So they don't have any physical reps, but the mental part of it is there. That's, that, I mean, I'm not about – at this point of the game, at this point of the season, the physical reps are minor compared to the mental reps, in my opinion. That's why, like, looking at this box score juice and the results of the game, we, like, we, f- we feel pretty strongly that the offense didn't have their best day by a long shot, right? But you still wind up with Waddle and Hill going for over 300 yards combined on 18 catches. And like to your point, Juice, like a lot of those were they were wide open, like five yards of separation. These comeback routes for Tyreek, it just puts the brakes on, and all of a sudden he's got all kinds of space. Or like you mentioned, you put the ball on the money, and they wind up making a big play after the catch too. So that's kind of another one of these things I look at is like, yeah, three and three is a rough spot to be in after three and three, but hopefully you can hit the reset button, get some guys back, and, and continue on back with the winning ways here, hopefully starting next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Teddy did finish the game 23 for 34, 329 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks, 93.9 passer rating. Again, the numbers don't always tell you the story of the game, but the Dolphins' offense did get cooking there late. Hopefully they can carry that over into next week. Dolphins' post game is driven by Gunther Motors. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Vikings 24, Dolphins 16. You're listening to the fifth quarter overtime show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. You're listening to Dolphins Football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. 
tomorrow afternoon, Hawk and Crowder are talking Dolphins. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Give your actions more traction in the all-new Kia Sportage X-Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive. With the right tools, anything is possible. And guys, it felt for a while there like we weren't going to have a drive of the game with no touchdowns on the board until early in the fourth quarter. Let's go ahead and get to our Lexus drive of the game. Brought to you by the all-new Lexus RX. Never lose your edge in our most evolved model yet. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. As it looked like the game had kind of gotten away with a Vikings touchdown there at the beginning of the fourth quarter, but Miami bounces back with an eight-play, 75-yard touchdown drive capped off by this reception by Mike Gesicki. Touchdowns, first and goal to three-yard line. This drive so far, six plays, 71 yards. You've got uh, Waddle in motion to the right side. Hills on the left. Got a hurry there. You now go. Waddle gets in the backfield. High snap, and he brings there it down. Touchdown. touchdown. Gesicki. His second touchdown of the year, and the <laughs> Dolphins make it a one-score game. What a nice drive by the Miami Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater and his receivers. Good pass protection. Boy, and did it quickly, Jimmy. That's the other thing. Bridgewater's second touchdown pass of the year. How about Mike Kosicki? A little bit of a breakout game for him today. Uh, multiple times there I thought we were going to get a mention of it, so I'm going to have to bring it to you guys for it. But, I mean... The gritty of all gritties that we saw there from Mike Kosicki to kind of make up for the one that he did in Baltimore that they got a bunch of bad press. He did that thing from about the eye in Miami down here in the end zone all the way to the corner of the end zone and then took it back up the sideline all the way up to the bench. So a solid 75-yard gritty. I think it's probably the world record for the longest gritty ever done. What would you think of that one? Better this time, Juice? Well, you know, he must have got back in the mirror. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he got back in the mirror. He said the first he one, did. He, he, it looked better in the mirror. <laughs> I, you know, I like the excitement in the game, man. I like to see guys, you know, to have some fun out there. This game is this game is not much fun when, you know, you're not in, enjoying it. It's not like he's enjoying it. You know, I joke all the time, Big Seth and, and Travis, you know this, two fun days in football, that's Sundays and paydays. Right. The rest of it, you know what I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a grind. It's a pain in the ass. Anybody thinks, and we talked about this before, anybody thinks they can go out there and play this game for free, <laughs> go out there and try to play it for free. It's not, it's not gonna work for you, player. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not gonna work for you. You're gonna be you're gonna be frustrated. You're gonna be upset. You're gonna get beaten up mentally, physically, emotionally. But his gritty was. It, I mean, it looked better than the first one. I, I'm, I'm there excited. There was only one way to go with that. Jim. Yeah, there was only, only up, was, up was the only way to go. Big set. He put a, he put a little spice on it too. There was a little like hesitation. So you think you think he practiced it, Big Sam? Hundred percent. There's yeah. no doubt yeah. he practiced <laughs> like it a lot. I and think. good for him because if you you know if you Deliver what he delivered the first time around and then actually have intent to do that again, you better practice. But I, I'm okay if he shifts to something else next time. He had yeah. he had to redeem himself. I think he did both on the field and in the celebration. You, you know, know what I you know what I'd like for him to do, Big Seth? Because I know he's he's dope like this. Is a, a windmill dunk. A two hand reverse dunk. Now. He we're dunking over the goalpost? Flag now. Oh, well, hell, don't do that. Yeah, we don't need any more <laughs> but, I mean, penalties. I, I we would had like eight of them it. on yeah. offense. That makes no sense to me right there. <laughs> I think it was when Jimmy Graham kept on uh, messing, messing the goalpost up. The goal up. They had to come out and re-level it. Man, so. why am I that old that I missed that? Yeah, it was a while ago. Shut up, 
<laughs> Finger I, rolled in. <laughs> I Finger did, rolls are okay. I did lie. It was a seven-play, 75-yard drive, but it made the game 16-10 <laughs> with 10:04 left to play there. And at a time when the Dolphins' offense just looked like it wasn't going to be able to get anything going, it was certainly a nice sign of life there for them to have that. But I mean, Seth, you talk about you know Gesicki kind of having a breakout game, as as Joe alluded to there on the on the broadcast call. I thought he was going to call out the gritty dance that he did afterwards. Six for 69 on seven targets, two touchdowns. It's a big day for Mike Gesicki, who had just over 100 yards coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that looks like the guy that you franchise, right? You know, you you said who's going to be the third option. You said this at the top of the show as well. When you've got two wideouts that could put up 300 yards in receiving, then to have that additional threat, I mean, that's that that's exactly what you hope to get there. He's taking a lot of heat. We heard it in in the assistant coach's press conference, his blocking, they want they expect and want more out of him. I, you know, you'll have to tell us in the All-22 if there was an improvement in that area, especially with Durham Smythe out today. Yeah. So I don't know what happened or didn't happen there. I can't say that I was watching a lot of that. But uh, he definitely was a threat. That crosser he hit over the middle three times. Yeah, you we know, kept talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. And and it kind of ran it again for the two-point conversion. <laughs> That's uh, right. You know, so Juice always talks about not wanting to get run into a headache. Mike had a few opportunities for that to happen. He came out okay on each one of them and – and, uh, I, you know, I hope that this is a springboard for him delivering the rest of the season, and I think that will help right the ship. Yeah, they were finally wise to the, like you mentioned, the little slant that he would run inside. But I was a big fan of the design on the touchdown call there because Waddle lined up in the backfield next to Teddy Bridgewater and ran to the flat. And I love Gesicki on this particular route. It's called stick, right? Juice, where you just go put your foot in the ground and show your numbers with the quarterback. And the ball's right there on him. It's a big six-foot-six target. Who better to run that route in that position than him? But you watch the hook linebacker chase Waddle to the pylon, and it cleared that space for Mike Gesicki. So another one of those cool designs here from the Mike McDaniel offense, using these weapons to create great chances for other guys and that's going to be a key to me going forward like we've, we've talked about that third option but also I mean the play that River Craycraft made that didn't count that came back on the penalty stuff like that where he can make a play Trent Sherfield had one I think it was two plays prior to that on the little wheel up the sideline wide open from Skylar Thompson the backs making these big plays like there's weapons here, and we see it with, with Gasicki today. We've seen yeah. you know Mostert have some big games. We saw Craycraft catch a couple of touchdowns like they have the complimentary pieces and I, you know I'm, I'm not going to go against what Coach and Teddy and the guys are saying because I understand that's the team messaging and the team point, but I, I just feel like if you get your best quarterback back, you can start to maximize that stuff, and that's my hope going forward is that once we see everything come together and kind of materialize like that, you can finally get this offense going consistently in the right direction. And I don't think you're going against what they're saying. I, I Listen, I, there's a reason he's QB1, and so I think you're right. I mean, this has not looked like the same offense ever since Tua you know, was, was no longer in the lineup, but I think what they are saying is is that just because that's yeah. the case, there's no excuse for not finding a way to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we we're gonna talk about up front for these guys too. There's a lot there's a lot that goes into it, not just the skill guys. I've been waiting for we'll, it. Yeah, we'll talk about whenever we get to that point of talking about what's going on in front for these guys. We and, can do it right now if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all for it, man. It's 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 not the best situation for anybody that's you know, a skill, especially for quarterback position. Well, I was going to say, we've had a revolving door at quarterback yeah. here, and, you know, these guys got to tighten up because of what's happening. Here, Tua's missed several games here. It's been one of the biggest stories around the country, and he's coming back potentially. You know, well, he's out of protocol, so we're all expecting, and yeah. we can't, you know, we, we don't know for sure, but there's an opportunity him for him to play on Sunday night. On national television again. Right. They With Brian Flores in the building. They have to tighten up up you know, front. They, these guys up front, honestly, have to take pride yep. in protecting their guys. 
Bottom line, man, I don't care who the hell's back there. If Tony Egwes was back there doing scout team, you know, taking the snaps as we saw in practice days. Bruh. <laughs> protect his ass. To, although he is a lefty, so yeah, you can run pr- a lot of those Protect his ass, <laughs> man. You got to take pride in this, man. It really is, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you know, Tony said no matter who we throw back there, we've got faith. I feel like that's where it all that, falls that's apart. That's about where it is. It it they put it a little big out it there. It wouldn't be very, yeah, it wouldn't be good there. But, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, you know, in general, you know, Armstead, you know what I mean? He said, you know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, Morstead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, man, what's their job? What's your number one job? I think your number one job as an offensive lineman is to protect the quarterback. Your second job is to open up holes for running game. But, you know, this game, the way this game is, pressures, situations like that, you know, quarterbacks getting hit. Let's look at our quarterbacks and our quarterback situation and why our quarterbacks getting banged up. Is it on them or is it guys in front of them? That's what we have to really evaluate. I think each one's been different. There's got to be. I get that. I get that part. But bottom line is this. If you got to grab somebody – as, a, as an offensive lineman, avoid your guy getting banged up and grab him. Teron last week, right? That's Correct. a great point. Exactly what he did. you got to protect your quarterback at all costs, man. And our quarterbacks are taking too many blows that are putting them out of the games. You know what I mean? Not, you know, not just penalties, but putting them out of games. So we gotta, we got to figure out how we can protect our guys. And it really, you know, honestly, and we talk about it, it's a cliche, it all starts up yep. front. I agree. And, Juice, beyond just that protection, you know, we talked about the penalties today, and, and you had asked earlier, and they, and they don't yep. – when, when you get these, uh, the, these game books, it's not like uh, rebounds uh, in basketball where they tell you offensive versus defensive rebounds. But of the ten penalties, eight of them were offensive penalties. Right. There was another that wasn't – well, it was called, right? There was not a formation accepted. penalty, right. Right. but it wasn't accepted. But, again, formation, like, come on, line up, right? Yeah. Alignment assignment, right? But eight offensive penalties, five of them on offensive linemen. Right. So right. they just needed to be better all the way around. It's it's going to be a rough tape. Right. Last week was a rough tape, and, and you know, Juice, Juice, you mentioned this earlier about you know the depth of, of the position. There's a lot of teams that that I mean, we saw it last year that don't have two quality offensive tackle. I mean, last year I wouldn't say the Dolphins had a, a tackle that played well through the entire season. So it's it's tough to get into the depth when you're on, you know, a, a guy that was elevated from the practice well, they're squad. They're both guards now, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, no, actually. Austin's, Austin's back. Yeah, he's, okay. he's been on IR. It looked good in camp. We'll see when he comes back if hopefully it's a big shot in the arm to the offensive line. But, I mean, yeah. I'm sending you guys clips last week of the All-22 of, of blocks not being made, yelling at the line, you know, go, go block for him. He's right go there. Go get block. him. For him. Go get him, Juice. So People it's, blocking nothing. It's going to be a rough tape. Get somebody, Travis. Go get a jersey of the other color. It's, it's going to be a rough man. number, uh, rough game as far as the pressures and the hits and sacks allowed. It's going to be rough. We'll go back and look at it and, and get you updated on that on drive time. So that was our long-winded Lexus drive of the game, brought to you by the all-new Lexus RX. Never lose your edge in our most evolved model yet. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Dolphins postgame also driven by Gunther Motors. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Vikings 24, Dolphins 16. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Dolphins football, live on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dolphins fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the NFL. Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Score tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Dolphins. Let's go ahead and cue up the music and get to the around the league, around the scoreboard here for week number six in the National Football League. And it kicked off on Thursday night with yet another snoozer, guys, on Amazon Prime. Commanders 12 over the Bears, who scored seven. I actually fell asleep right before that final drive of the Bears, so I didn't get a chance to see it. And I, I think it was the most exciting part of the game, but Commanders went 12-7 in Chicago. Uh, some good news today for the Dolphins on the scoreboard. The Falcons take out the Niners 28-14, so San Francisco falls to 3-3 three and three on the season. The Patriots win going away 38-15 over the Cleveland Browns. Bailey Zappi, let's go ahead and look at those numbers here real quick. Is there a quarterback controversy in New England? 24 for 34, 309, two touchdowns, and a 118.4 rating for their fourth-round rookie quarterback up in New England. How about that, guys? The Jets ugh, also win 27-10 in Green Bay over the Packers. The Jets are 4-2. What the hell is going on? in the NFL right now. The Colts 34-27 over the Jaguars exercised those demons after last year's Week 17 loss or Week 18 loss and this year's season opening loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They win that one 34-27 to take control of the AFC South at 3-2-1. The Bengals narrowly clipped the Saints 30-26 behind nine fourth quarter points to come back in that one. The G-Men take out the Baltimore Ravens. What's going on in New York? <laughs> Giants are 5-1. The Jets are 4-2. They take out the Ravens. Ravens 24-20, and the Steelers knock off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was telling Big Seth in the press box today, the Steelers are down their top two corners and Minka Fitzpatrick. Could be a rough day for them going up against Tom Brady and company, but it was not. Some current scores going on around the league right now. We are watching the KC Buffalo game here in the booth. It's 7-3 just before the end of the first half. The Panthers are up on the Rams in the post-Matt Rule era. What's, go what's going on you in better LA? stop. What is going on in L.A.? 10-7. to The Rams are losing to a, a what's been a punchless Panthers team so far this year. The Seahawks up 9-3 to over the Cardinals, and there's not going to be any traffic issues with Safeco Field and CenturyLink Field. I think those are the old names of the stadiums because the Mariners got swept by the Houston Astros, and they are not playing today, Juice. So that game is... I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sorry, bro. It's been a rough sports weekend. Dude, you talk about it. Look, you, you mentioned it. I saved it because I yeah. wanted to get come back to it. But yeah, you know me, man. My 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 weekends all predicated on my Friday team, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saturday team, and Sunday team. And very rarely am I zero and three on the weekend. That's this and weekend. I'm zero and three this weekend. When was the last time you were zero and three? Do you remember? Man, no. I, I don't. You know, it doesn't happen. You know, my high school team lost fifty to forty four. My my college team yesterday got blown out by Michigan. And then we lose a, a tough one today, you know, for my Dolphins, you know, to, to the Vikings, man. It's been a terrible football weekend. And I'll tell you this, Big Seth, my family hates me for the next week or so because of things oh, like that. Oh, it's got to be miserable. Yeah. I'm I mean, not, I'm not the, nicest. the mighty I'm Piper Bengals pulled off. <laughs> oh! I was waiting for the Piper mention. <laughs> Absolutely. Piper Big homecoming Bengals. victory. That's because you Nola. were in the building this week is probably why, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, two weekends in a row, but I didn't make the game. 
<laughs> but you were in the building throughout the course of the week, so they felt Big it Seth's presence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish I could bring some there. of that here. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know, misery loves company juice, and so the the Mariners, after a, a really fun run, really fun season, get swept by three games over the Houston Astros. And, you know, I was texting a buddy about this. Like, the whole series reminded me so much of our, our former boss, Jason Jenkins, yeah. because he and I would just talk so much trash about the Mariners. And, and it was more like – yeah, what do you want to say to me, Jason, because you guys always beat us. And right. sure enough, this year they right. got back in it. They were in every game. They had the first game won. They yeah. blew it, and that happened well, You know, but Astros have that they, – they've got that pedigree, man. They've done it. Exactly. They know how to win games. They, you know, they never panic. You guys are young. You guys are going to be all right. I think so, You too. guys are going to be okay. I think you so, got too. you got a young, good team. you got a young, good team that's going to be fine. Um, but, you know, bottom line is we talked about it with the Dolphins. It's yep. finishing. You know, you got to finish. That's right. It happens every in every sport. Whatever you do early in a game is one thing. It's like a, a home run hitter. It's a home run in the first, second inning, but they strike out in the seventh and ninth inning. I'd rather you strike out in the first and second inning and then give me some something in the you know late in the game. Finish games, man. Dolphins are having the same problem right now. These last three games, you know that we've lost have been finish problems. How do we find a way to finish? Got to close these games out. Look, don't let them be that close. Minnesota never panicked because no matter what they didn't do. We didn't do anything to make yeah, them right. panic. We didn't do anything to make them panic. You know, that's they, my they were, point. They were there were in, opportunities they, they, to take advantage early. Exactly right. They were inept as a team the whole first half. But we didn't do anything to make them pay for it. Then we get the ball back at the beginning of the second half. We didn't do anything right there. You know, so that's the bottom line. Learn how to finish games. You know, it's same thing for your Mariners. Same thing for our our Dolphins. Man, look, the two first losses before this, chance to go up and be you know to win these games. And then we got, then, then they got away from us. Think about that. We had a chance in the uh, two game, two games ago. Uh, we missed a field goal. There was a, and there was a pick. There was a missed field goal, but yeah, Teddy, you're going down for the go ahead score, and he throws and throws Correct. the interception. Correct. Yep. So we've had chances every time. We have 100%. to learn how to finish both ways. And that's been that's been the biggest problem. Didn't finish today either. It's so it's kind of it's kind of a movie that I'm um the last couple of years getting tired of seeing because I think I said it to Seth at one point today watching the game like this kind of feels like the Jacoby Brissett Texans game last year where it was just like my goodness who the heck wants to win this game a little sloppy. Uh, big sloppy in that instance, but this game was a little sloppy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it just, I just, I, I got that feeling because, like you mentioned, Juice, like I go back to that Colts game last year where it, that was when you came in and said, I'm getting fired today. And I was like, I, I believe it because this was a rough game to watch. Yeah. That's how I felt today because you had so many instances where it's like, all right, well, we're not doing anything but the defense. We know we can get a three and out here, and they would go get it. Like, sure enough, they would go get it, but the offense couldn't capitalize to make it that complimentary style of football that gets you victories in this league. If you don't do that, you're going to get beat. That's what happened today for this Dolphins. Yeah, how do you not ride that momentum, that wave? You know how excited I was when our defense went out there and made big yeah. plays, and, you know, you get out there as an offense, you're ready to go for the jugular. We, we got we got we to start going for the jugular. I know we I know the plays are called to go for the jugular. Now, when's the execution going to happen, Big Seth? When are we going to ex- execute those plays, especially up front? You, we can't – if we can't protect, we can't let our, our, our thoroughbreds go out there and run. So if we don't give these guys a chance to run these routes, these deep routes and these funny, funky routes, you know what I mean, and run away from guys, if we don't give our quarterbacks a chance to, to, to sling those things, then yeah. it's, it's, it becomes check down central. And then, you know, that's and, – and, and we're not doing that very well. I, I The biggest issue for me is unforced errors, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, you know, we've seen years where you line up and you're just – just on paper you don't match up, and then your paper lives up to it in real life – 
and the other team is just better than you. They're better at you at every damn position. It's just the team is more stat. That has not been the case the last three weeks. Correct. This team, its roster, the quality of players, and honestly, the the some of the production that you've seen throughout the season, this team is capable of beating the teams that just beat them the last three weeks. I would say as good, if not better, than each of the three teams that it's lost to. But the unforced errors, the missed field goals, yeah, you know, listen, uh, uh, just enough already with the missed field goals, the penalties, these are unforced errors. Jalen Waddle, I'm not worried about Jalen yeah. Waddle, but those were two unforced errors today with that pick and the fumble. Those are unforced errors, and those things are just killing you. You can't do that in this league unless you are just insanely better than the team that you're playing against. I love that you're doing a, a field goal uh, rant right now while Kansas City just put a 62-yard field goal through the uprights to end the half. That's a, it's a nice weapon to have when you can make kicks from the other side of the field like we, that. We should be able to do that as well. He's got – Jason Sanders has the leg. You you talked about it in warm-ups today. We're not talking about 62 yards, let's, though. Yeah. we got to take a break. Let's come back on the other side. Let's, let's, let's finish <laughs> up with the field goal kick. That's a good way to end the show, I think. And just a couple more notes here for you guys. So eight-game winning streak here at Hard Rock Stadium was snapped today with that loss. And to cap off a horrible sports weekend, Juice, the Cougs snapped an eight-game winning streak over Oregon State. The freaking Beavers, man. What is going on this weekend? What a what a weekend of sports oh, it was. Weekend. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds so our stations can identify themselves and I can get myself back together here. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. WQAM Miami. WPOW HD2 Miami. WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. Home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Motors. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Vikings 24, Dolphins 16. You're listening to the fifth quarter overtime show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. This is the official Miami Dolphins radio network where Dolphins fans live. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage, so next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Techron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app. We have about eight minutes left to go here on the show. We're going to talk about the podcast network here in just a second, but I want to finish up the last point we ended on there about some points getting left on the board because I'm looking right now at Jason Sanders' last couple of years after his 2020 All-Pro season where he was 36 of 39, including 8 of 9 from 50-plus. His three misses were 1 from 50-plus, 2 from the 40 to 49 range. Last year, that percentage goes from 92.3% down to 74.2%, and then he entered today at an even 75%. He was 6 of 8 and 0 for 2 from 50-plus yards. Last year, he was 2 of 6 from 50-plus yards and making another one today, so 0 for 3. That's going to be 7 for 10 on the season. He's right at 70%, which would be a career low for Jason Sanders. Plus, he has a missed extra point. He missed one the last two years combined on 71 extra points. He had one miss out of 71. He has one out of 16 this year. So, Juice, you mentioned this, and that's why I wanted to come back to it, because one of my favorite training camp things to talk about, you know, special teams, everyone kind of breaks and goes and gets their, their coffee refilled or goes to the restroom and, and kind of takes that time to, to take some time off. Where, where do they go? Where room? Where room is that? 
Is that, is that one of the <laughs> new one in the facility? <laughs> did, did I, what did I say? I don't even know what came out. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, go, we'll keep it going, though. We'll, we'll catch it, it on the podcast. <laughs> 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 we'll get that on all 22. <laughs> okay, yeah, please do. Get the corrections made. We'll, we'll, be, better, we'll be better next week. But uh, So the, when we're watching the, the training camp practice from wherever the hell I am, uh, he's putting the ball down the middle of the pipes every single time. And Juice, is, if he can get back together here for the segment, we'll, we'll go to him. But he mentioned that Jason's out there kicking pregame and making every single kick that he lines up and Danny Crossman talks about it he talks about it about the consistency and the stroke all the stuff that he does to, to put himself in position to make these kicks it's not happening right now right and it's got to get better right because you're leaving too many points out there and games you, you guys both mentioned it this is three games in a row or I guess well five in a row now where the game has come down right to the very end leaving three points on the field is a good way to lose those games big threes Big threes, yeah. big three points we leave out there, you know. You talk about a missed extra point, but the threes that we've missed, you know, are the ones that kind of momentum changes. We know we – and that's important. You know, we never thought about kickers as, as teammates when I was playing. You know, <laughs> interesting. They're, they're, they're kickers. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and but when you got a kicker that's, that's that dude, he's, he's, he elevates himself, and that's all they want to do is elevate themselves. It's the most, it's the most isolating position on the football field. You know, you think about it, you got a, a, a holder and a kicker that pretty much spend much time by themselves. But you got to, you know, your punter is a guy that does a lot of things. You know, he's holding for the snap. He's also punting. So he's, he can be a big part of it. And it changes field position. Morstead's unbelievable for us. He's been, he's been punting the hell out of football for us. But when you come down to kickers, all we ask you to do is do your job. And it's been amazing that as good as Jason is, He's he's shown up bad in some key situations, yeah. and that's that's the that's the most important thing. I don't care what you do early in the game, but in the key situations, you gotta make some of these these opportunities uh, work for us as a team. Uh, we talked about how the momentum swing was, you know, when he missed the, missed the, missed the kick in, in 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 Cincinnati. That was a big swing right there. That was a big swing, and then you know, next thing you know, Cincinnati wins today's game. Missed field goal again. You know, well, they missed an extra point, and if you had made that field goal, now you're only down three. Correct, correct. And here's the thing about it. Yeah, that's a great point, Big Seth. Bottom line is I this. I stole it from Winkfield. Appreciate that. Bottom line is this, man. Fifty-yard field goals are nothing nowadays. Yeah, it's true. That's a, that's a chip shot. Should be a chip shot for these guys. It's not like college where the the hash marks are outside the, the goalposts. They're they're lined up with the goalposts. Kick it straight. All you gotta do is kick it straight and Today, there was zero win. Look at the flags were not moving. There's zero win. There's nothing to deal with other than kicking the ball straight. At what point does it start to impact the way Mike McDaniel has yeah. to call the football game, right, when you have I to hope, make decisions, yeah, yeah. right? Because, you know, there was a time here where you knew it. you were okay. Let's just get – if we could get to the 50, we're, we're all of a sudden talking about we're in Jason Sanders' range. Yeah. And so that, – and, and I hate to bag on the guy because he's yeah. helped his team win football games. But, you know, if we're sitting here trying to analyze the game and calling it like it is – he has not played up to the level of play that we've expected from him. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that, Big Seth, is because early in the game, I thought we might go for a long field goal. And we didn't. And and watching warm-ups, he made that. But we didn't go for it in late, early, in the, early in the football game before the half, I think it was. Yeah. We didn't go for that. You know what I mean? It's got to be in the back of your mind when it's you're making those be. decisions. Now, granted, uh, Mike McDaniel has proven he's an aggressive play caller. Correct. He's willing to play Travis. But it wasn't like fourth and one. Go for it on fourth <laughs> it, and whatever. It wasn't fourth but, and one or fourth and a half yeah. yard. It was like fourth and five or six, no? Yeah. If I remember right. And we still went for it instead of yeah. kicking a long field goal. So, I don't know, man. It's like maybe it's, maybe it's already starting to tr- – 
you know, took it might be. Now, well, let's just say in the New England game, remember, we thought they were going to kick a field goal and they go for it. And then, down. you know, you hit Jalen Waddle. So some of that just might be Mike McDaniel's style. But at the same time, I just think there gets to be a point where when he lines up, you're not as confident as we used to be. I used to get up and walk away. Yeah. And just come back and, yeah. Time to go to the bathroom. That's, that's it. money in the bank. That's, that's why it. it's yeah. to the what room? No, it's it's so interesting that you mentioned that because it, the, the press conference that it, uh, yeah, you talk about McDaniel's approach to it, the, there was a press conference after a preseason game, one of the ones that we watched back in the station together. I think Sanders hit a couple of 50-plus yards, and we were like, man, he's back, money in the bank. We got the, you know, Jason Sarney's talking about the hold and all that stuff, and we're getting it all figured out right. That's right. We got his and, holder. And so I asked Coach, how, how does Sarney. having a kicker like that change your approach? And he said, I- I'm thinking he was going to say what Juice mentioned, where you know you get to midfield, you start thinking about maybe a little more conservative. He said, no, when I'm in like the 30, 35-yard range, I'm going to be more aggressive because I know that I can actually afford to take a sack because I have that range from Jason Sanders. Well, all of a sudden. And when we have, we have taken those sacks. Exactly. Exactly. And we haven't right. gotten so, the results. So that's been the downside. Hopefully it gets fixed because it's an easy way to get some points back on the board. And in these close games, those are very, very crucial. Unforced errors, guys. Big Seth, we have three minutes left. Drive time coming up. Recap pod tonight, all 22 Tuesday. Wednesday is my big picture thoughts podcast. Thursday, game preview. Friday, I have a guest from the opposing beat. What is coming up on the fish tank? Well, we've yet to reach the prolific status that drive time has. Right. However, we do first of all we've got Ed Perry the barber aka oh, Big Gam man. on Tuesday although Big I've got Gam. some editing to do tonight and now after this pet last week we introduced the uh, Friday fish bites so we hope to have another Friday fish bites we're not quite at 5 days a week juice no but we're working our way up that's right man Ed Perry was so much fun he's a lot of fun man this dude right here he he's an entertainer he really <laughs> is man and you know, and and Seth, it was really easy for Seth to do the research on this guy. He called a few guys, and all of them had a bunch of stuff to say. Phone was blowing up. That just tells you how much uh, how much material we had on, on Ed. And you know, we had a very interesting talk about you know long snapping, how it's changed. How you know, Ed was six five, two sixty when he played. You know, you don't have to be that big anymore because you know you don't you have to worry about guys blowing you up, man. But it was it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with Ed. Yeah, I got a chance to meet him for the first time. I appreciate you guys for pulling me over because I love when I'm there when you guys tape. It hasn't happened very much recently, but I was in there wor- plugging away, and I, I remember you, I remember it to, like it was yesterday because it almost was yesterday, but you guys <laughs> came in and said, like, look who's acting like he's working here. And I'm like, you guys, I am working my butt off back here. You but do. Uh, you We guys, know you do, I brother. know, I know. I'm just having fun with you. And then you guys pulled me out in the hallway, and there's big Ed Perry, still larger than life, man, the personality and the frame himself. I mean, he's – I'm looking forward to that one because I think I've told you a million times now, like his name is, to me is synonymous with the early 2000s Madden games that I would always buy and have every single year. Cause I, I just, it, passer ratings, yeah, passer ratings. Yeah, I was like 19. They gave him like a 19 overall because they gave every player every and category. Everything. So I'm sure you had like your punt accuracy for whatever the hell reason. I don't know. What, what, what do you think it would be like if you were a punter? Oh, man, you know, probably probably in the 40s. <laughs> it's better than Ed Perry's 19 throw yeah, power. Man, oh, man. There you go. So, you, I got, you know, I kicked off and kicked field goals when I was in high school, you? dog. I got fired after my junior year. Uh, so I missed soccer style or straight on? I, you know, I had a square toe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Took the shoe off? <laughs> I tried. We didn't do it. We, we'll talk hurt. about that another That's time, hurt so man. Bad. Right. It's, That's it a is, spaces conversation. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, our Twitter space is on. Uh, it's at Wingfield NFL to go ahead and get in those spaces conversations with us for an hour long every Wednesday night. In the meantime, it's going to be our time. Antenna's up. Game on. Score your favorite games and shows for free. Visit thefreetvproject.org to learn all about the free programming 
waiting for you, including Miami Dolphins games. That's freetvproject.org. Thanks to Kim Bocamper, Joe Rose, and the voice of the Miami Dolphins, Jimmy Cephalo, our executive producer and booth producer, Alejandro Solana. Our studio producer was Robert Griepert, Trevor Harris, and Matt Wilson. Our radio booth engineer was Steph the Specialist, yeah. and our post-game engineer, actually that was Steph the Specialist, Stephen J. Gray was our studio engineer. <laughs> I, I'm dyslexic today, apparently. How about our post-game notes and pizza engineer? It's right here. DJ Preesh getting oh, us yeah! stats video for social, even coming through with the pizza and soda today. For OJ McDuffie and Seth Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield. The final score of today's game, 24-16. Dolphins drop their third straight. Primetime awaits the Miami Dolphins next week as they host the Steelers on Sunday night football. Alex Dono continues reacting to today's game on the local Miami Dolphins postgame show live on AM560 Sports WQAM. We'll speak to you next Sunday night after Dolphins Steelers. This has been the Miami Dolphins postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network presented by the Palm Beaches. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.